0: Welcome back to Athlete Match guys where we help young athletes break their mental and physical limitations so that they can achieve our performance in their sports goals. I'm your host, Tola and This is episode 358. Work hard in silence. Pressure is a huge part of sports and never stop learning. He's the first Chinese Olympic gold medalist in a track and field event. He's also a former world record holder, world champion, and Olympic champion. Today on the show guys, Chinese icon Louis Zhang. Yes, it might be strange that we're looking at a Chinese athlete. China is not really known for sports. Uh, But when you emerge as an icon to over a billion people, then you must be doing something right. Louis Jang is a former 110-meters huddle. I don't know why I like huddles, uh, because it has such technical elements. You know, yes, the sprinting, 100-meters, 200-meters, people can just dash and run. But when you have to take certain steps, then you have to leap over the huddle. And you have, I think, about 10 or 11 huddles uh, that you have to leap over to get to that point. So he was a former. 110 meters hodler right from the beginning of his career Zhang was on a mission to correct the impression that chinese athletes could not run fast in sprint races it was his obsession at age of 19, he set an Asian record in the 110-meters hurdles, running a time of 13.12 seconds. The time also broke a 25-year-old world junior record. You would think that would get the world's attention, but things don't work like that in athletics. There's still some way to go to prove critics and fans wrong. Going into the 2004 athens olympic games Zhang wasn't even a favorite many people did not even know who he was he was still a university student at the time the result shocked the world Zhang won the race in a world record equaling time of 12.91 seconds in the process he became the first male athlete from china to win an olympic gold medal in a track and field event at the end of the race he said I wanted to prove to the world that asians can run fast he became an instant icon every sponsor wanted him and it was a battle so intense that the chinese track and field association had to limit him to four endorsement deals they didn't want him distracted because trust me when the money starts rolling in then of course there are different things that you try to focus on naturally everyone thought that it was a fluke and that he was only lucky but not louis jank at the 2005 world championships he came second behind laji ducore he finished with a time of 0.01 seconds less than ducore so he could easily have won the title in november of the same year he won the east asian games in macau his performances hand him the glorious world sports award for newcomer of the year a year later in 2006 he broke the world record with a time of 12.88 seconds at the 2007 World Championships in Osaka, he won gold to become world champion. In the process, he became the only athlete in the 110 meters hurdles to complete the triple crown world record holder, world champion, and Olympic champion. The stage was set for the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, it was in China and Zhang was China's biggest star. Everyone wanted to see him in action. The government did everything possible to ensure that he was ready for the event. The attention on him was so intense that it called for critics around the world who questioned the pressure that they were putting him under. The games were literally built around him. However, prior to the games, Zhang suffered a series of injuries and it was doubtful if he would be fit enough to race. In the first round, Heat Jiang walked off the track after attempting to start the race, he was injured and could not race. to the devastation of many in the crowd and the millions that were watching around the world. 90,000 people crammed into the Berzner Stadium just to watch it but they were stunned and silenced. They weren't going to see a repeat of Jiang's gold medal winning performance from athens he missed the 2009 world championships as well due to injury he returned from injury towards the end of the year and won gold at the asian athletic championships the east asian games and the chinese national games after several injuries he returned again in 2010 to win gold at the Asian Games. In 2011, he returned to form at the Shanghai Grand Prix where he beat David Oliver with a world-leading time of 13.07 seconds. At World Championships in Daegu, Zhang was on his way to a gold medal when he was pulled back by Cuban runner Darion Robles. It wasn't intentional, but Robles was disqualified and Zhang finished second. It would be his last notable performance. At the 2012 Olympic Games in London, Zhang tore his Achilles tendon, when trying to clear the first hurdle in the heat, it was never his best again he retired officially in 2015 without a doubt he left his mark on the sport at every major tournament he participated in since 2004 Zhang finished outside the top three only once he's one of china's greatest track and field athletes today on the show guys he's your mentor and yes you might not think of him as a mentor but trust me i want you to listen and pick out the lessons that you can learn from louis Zhang. now obviously you know i'm a big Track and field fan, and I've watched sports uh, so widely to learn from various athletes and various sports. And of course, it was the 2012 Olympic Games. Michael Phelps was the star attraction, but Louis Zhang stunned the world. I mean, he raced to that finish line, and everyone instantly was shocked. We like, "Who is this? Where, where did he come from? Who is this guy?" Nobody had ever heard of him. Yes, the core people in track and fuse knew he was, but to the, us, the fans, uh, we never really heard of him. We didn't know who he was, but he ran a gold medal winning performance equaling the world record in the process that's when he made his name and of course you know china is a country that likes to excel in everything that they do and of course immediately it became a star. first lesson guys that i want you to learn from louis jang is work hard in silence now you see everyone thinks that you have to get to a point where uh, all your workouts are in the media now obviously uh, with social media age instagram twitter all of those things uh, you have people posting clips and they have their instagram stories on and uh, they put it on whatsapp they put it on facebook facebook and all of those things then you the young athlete who is not doing all of those things you you, you kind of feel sad a little bit because maybe you don't have much to show maybe you don't uh, have the, the necessary exposure or you don't want to put yourself on that unnecessary pressure because when you start posting your videos people are going to start asking you oh when are you going to that tournament when are you going to this event when are you going to do this one when are you going to do that one so you don't do that i want you to learn this lesson guys from louis Jang. you see outside of the track and field world many people do not know about this guy why because he walks hard in silence when he's trading he trains with his coach low profile maintains a low profile even in china imagine being a star and still being able to maintain a low profile you're not going to see him on social media you're not going to see him uh, making noise about uh, where his next performance is going to be or how at the time he was a world record holder. the lesson guys specifically that i want you to learn from him is that you can work hard in silence your emphasis and your focus should be more on getting the training in that would enable you to perform when it matters the most because once your training is on point guys once uh, you're doing things the right way then of course the execution is going to follow but if you're focusing on the attention that you're receiving you know so when you're training you want people to be taking pictures uh, then you want the media to be there you're hurrying home to go and post uh, the training that you just did but yet you have not really achieved anything guys you can work hard in silence if there's any proof that working hard in silence works and that your results are what is going to expose you to the world, then Louis Zhang is an example. I mean, before this episode, if you're not a hardcore track and field fan, you would not have heard of Louis Zhang. If you have heard of him, then probably you watch track and field a lot. Otherwise, you would not. But does that mean that he's less of an athlete? Does that mean that all his achievements, everything that he has achieved in 110 meters hurdles is blighted or it's stained no of course not it actually even enhances its credibility because it was able to do all of such great things without necessarily putting himself out there guys you can walk hard in silence Knock cool down focus on what you're supposed to focus on if you're in training focus on training if you're working out focus on workout you see you sh- your phone should not even be with you except of course on the way you want to listen to good music i mean you want to listen to this podcast to get you ready for your training you see your phone should not even be with you while you are in training because all your attention all your focus you want it to be on that particular training the first lesson guys that i want you to learn from louis yang is walk hard in silence many of all the people that you see posting stuff on social media of their training the question you should ask yourself is what have they been able to achieve so don't let anybody tension you don't let anybody uh, put you under unnecessary pressure ask yourself what have they all these things that they're posting what have they truly achieved over the course of their career you find that many of them have not achieved anything they're still working to get to that point but they are distracting themselves by all the things that they continually post on social media instead of focusing on the real training that they're supposed to do to get themselves to the point they're supposed to get first lesson guys from louis yang Work hard in silence second lesson guys is pressure is a huge part of sports now there are two uh, sides to this story and of course i'll talk about the second one subsequently but you see the first thing that you must understand uh, is that pressure is a part of sports you see there is no way that you can escape it there's no way that you can dodge it you see you can be a local athlete pressure will still be there you can be a world famous athlete pressure will still be there you can be a national athlete pressure will still be there and pressure guys it can come from any angle whatsoever it can come from friends it can come from parents it can come from your coaches it can come from your country it can come from anywhere but you see with louis yang the pressure came mostly from his country you see when he burst onto the scene and won olympic gold medal in athens in 2004 everyone at that point already knew that four years later Beijing was going to host the olympic games so Instantly, the minute he won that gold medal, he became a national icon. You see, the Chinese government dedicated a team to him specifically in preparation for the beijing olympic games they watched his training and then they watched the training of his rivals so that they could give him feedback on what they were doing in their own training session i don't want to imagine the amount of pressure that he was under at that point but you see he still found a way to execute the only way guys or the only thing that he could have done differently which is the second aspect of pressure that i want to talk about is i see going into the 2008 olympic games he was injured he had already strained his achilles tendon i believe it was but you see because of the pressure that he was under because of the pressure that his team was under he still wanted to race in the 110 meters hurdles despite knowing already that he wasn't fit enough despite knowing that he was injured despite knowing that there was absolutely no way he could make the race but obviously i mean he wanted to try uh, to see what he could do to please the audience to please the fans to please the chinese government now would i say that that backfired yes it did because i feel that those injuries affected it could have had uh, an elongated career at the top and i'm sure it, it would have broken the world record again if he didn't try to put himself under pressure you see he did the same thing at the 2012 olympic games okay i had missed the games on whom so i mean i can't disappoint my country again i can't disappoint my fans you know i'm the only gold medal in a track and field event to come out uh, from china i want to make people proud. he did the same thing again you see before he cleared the first huddle at the 2012 olympic games the achilles tendon snapped he knew he was injured before but it went on. How do you handle this, guys? You see, you are the athlete. You are the one in the firing line. You are the one that is executing. You must be able at the necessary times to call a halt to whatever pressure it is you're being put under. So your friends are putting you under pressure. You must be able to get to a point where you're going to tell them that, hey, 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 look, hang on a minute. I am the one that determines the pressure that I'm under. Don't put me under unnecessary pressure. Oh, you have to go to this tournament. If you don't go to Tokyo next year, we're not going to be your friends anymore. We're going to be disappointed. You know, put a halt to it immediately you see if louis yang had been able to tell the chinese government who had been able to tell his coaches or the chinese track and field association that look i am injured i would not be able to race at the 2008 olympic games i need time to recover so that i can be better later on of course that would have elongated his career he wouldn't have had niggling injuries that blighted him from that point forward because he was trying to impress but in terms of pressure guys pressure is a huge Part of sports. You can never escape it. What you must do is learn to handle it. Learn to get to the point where you can handle the pressure. And of course, you then determine the kind of pressure that you want to put yourself under. Like, I mean, myself, I put myself under enormous pressure to be successful in anything that I want to do. Nobody else can put pressure on me. Nobody else can say, this is what we expect from you in 2019. This is what we expect from me at this point. And even the athletes that I work with, the athletes that I advise, the athletes that I counsel, I don't put pressure on anybody. You see, what do you want to achieve? Okay, let's come up with a plan. That would help you achieve that. Let's come up with a plan to make you mentally tough, to make you mentally strong. But putting pressure on you and saying, you know, you have to make it to Tokyo next year. That would not work. But all in all, guys, pressure is a part of sport. You have to get used to it. Get used to handling it. But you must be able to halt it at the point where it is necessary. That's the second lesson that I want you to learn from Louis Zhang. Pressure is a huge part of sports the final lesson guys is never stop learning now what many people do not know about louis yang is that he started out as a high jumper so when he was jumping in university and of course training in china and his coach saw him he saw his technical side so to speak and saw how flawless he was you know so and he went to him and he said look i think you would be better being a hodler because you have such technical prowess that high jump might not necessarily be for you now of course he made the change and the rest as they say is history but the lesson guys is that you must never stop learning i've said this so many times on the podcast so what is your quest every single day every single week when you're training at the end of each month what is your quest are you constantly improving are you constantly lessing previously we looked at joe montana uh, on that i think it was last week uh, last week monday on the podcast and we talked about his own style to mastery and why there's no mystery to this thing it's, it's it's not rocket science but you still have to be able to put in the work you see the same thing applies to learning as a young athlete you must always be on a constant quest to learn constantly learn I posted something on Instagram a few days back I said ABL always be learning that's the hallmark of an athlete who wants to succeed how was Louis Yang able to make the transition from being a high jumper to being a world-class 110 meters hurdle is because every single day when they went into training they were always looking to learn okay how can i improve this technique how can i improve this skill okay the number of strides that i have before i bust up the first hurdle how can i improve that in between my short steps in between the hurdles how can i improve that you see they deconstructed that every single time that's how i was able to become an olympic champion a world champion a world record holder because it was always constantly learning but you see i find that so many athletes these days they're content with what they have they're content with where they are you know yeah i mean i'm playing my sports i'm okay but you see that is never going to get you to be the best athlete you can be now i'm not saying a world record holder, an olympic champion or a world champion no that would be unnecessary pressure What I'm saying is the best athlete you can be. You see, the best athlete that Louis Jan could be was to be a world record holder. So what do we say? What can we say you being your best athlete will be? That could be a world champion, that could be an Olympic champion because you are the best that you can be. But in order to achieve that, guys, you always have to be learning. So at the end of every single training session, that's why I created the Athlete Master Daily Planner. It's a daily planner that gets you to plan your day the right way. Head of us Alimashro.com forward slash daily planner to get that daily planner to ensure that your day at the end of each day, you're learning, you're improving, you're getting better because you are tracking the things that you're doing louisian guys one of the greatest athletes ever to come out of china former world record holder i enjoyed watching him you know after that 2004 i mean i was i was outbroken as well at the 2008 olympic games because after 2004 i also looked forward to seeing him but when he pulled up on the track you know and he had to walk off even i was a shock but obviously i knew was injured at that point i didn't expect him to race the pressure was just too much on him lovely guy trained in silence you would never see him flashy and all of us in silence when he got to the track he allowed the track to do the work for him three lessons guys that i want you to learn from Zhang: work hard in silence pressure is a huge part of sports and never stop learning head over to the website guys don't forget there's so many free resources for you to use to help enhance your career to help you get better to help you become the athlete that you're meant to be. Break all these limitations that you have, athletemastro.com. And of course, do not forget to get that athletemastro daily planner, athletemastro.com forward slash planner, Athletemaster.com forward slash planner to get that daily planner today. And Of course, if you enjoyed this episode, if there's any athlete that comes to mind, share this episode with them, share the episode so that they learn a lesson from a successful athlete who has done it before them. Of course, do not forget to leave us a rating and review as well. What he will do is that he boosts the ranking of the podcast, he allows other people Find the podcast and know that there's a resource that they would have had. Like I said, you know, this is something I wish I had back in the day. So imagine me seeing all your ratings and reviews and saying that, oh, there was a podcast that existed. Oh, wow, I could use this to improve, to help me overcome injuries, help me overcome my setbacks. You know, I didn't find that then, and that's why I decided to create this. So your rating and review will help us get to more athletes so that they know that there's a resource they can use to chase their careers the right way. Head over to alimansha.com forward slash subscribe. If you don't know how to do that, so that you can learn how to do that easily. I mean, it won't take you 20 seconds to do it. You'll do it as fast as possible. Atlemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. I'll catch you on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing it's not enough, you must apply. Willing is not enough, you must do I want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from Louis Zhang today, a Chinese icon. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.